time for somebody's favorite radio program. And now, emanating from our basement studios. I've never seen contraptions with so many buttons and knobs and dials before. This is WADD Talk Radio with Bill Neville. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. Now don't call me Shirley. Patrick Hinehan. I work with him and that's it. I tried to introduce him to a few nice people. He made a fool of himself. And Sean Hinehan. Grizzly Adams had a beard. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Okay. Let's go. And welcome to WADD Talk Radio, episode 53, the Perry Carson episode. That's where I'm going. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Guys, welcome. Hey Sean, uh, what's going on, buddy? Bill, Patrick, how are you? I'm great, man. I'm doing well. Living my the dream. Three, baby. I think my headphones just cut out because my battery died. But whatever. Let's get those to the side. I'll wear Patrick's for now. Um, uh, yeah, we got a uh, quite a little weekend coming up. A little uh, a little a game football coming up. game. Uh, one of those years that you're indifferent about it, though. Yeah, nah. In in some cases, I'm a little bit more. Inv- I'd like Wait, to were you in more invested last I'll year or this year? Uh, last year exactly. So that that's yeah. just my point. It's just it's, but it's this year. I don't care who wins. You know, painting yeah, right. out into the sunset or right. Cam Newton for paying off for all of his hard work and awesomeness. You know, yeah, you I never know. know. I, yeah. Um. So we'll get into I want a good um, game. Yeah. Exactly. I want a good game and some good, com- really funny commercials. I want some fun. I don't want like heartfelt commercials. I want some funny stuff. You know this Budweiser heartfelt bullshit. Yeah, don't no, I, don't, me- I don't. Okay, a Clydesdale was with a dude and a, a small We're puppy. Like, I get it. You know, get out of here. That sounds nasty. I want another. <laughs> I want another little kid thinking that he has the. He knows how to use the force with his his dad's. That was Jedi. great. That was awesome. That Volkswagen commercial was it's, tremendous. It's, Phenomenal. Um, Boomer Sison was doing something on CBS the other night. They were doing like a top 100 commercials or something like that of all time. And that one was the second one of all time. Yeah, which I, awesome. thought, I thought it was the first one. And you know what the, the first one of all time? Greens. No, no. You know what the number Bud one was? Weiser. The sappy bullshit Budweiser one. that we were Really? Doing. Yeah. With yeah. A, which one? Where they kick field goals? No. Because that was cool. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> that one was cool, cool. That when was they lined up. Legit. Now it was when the guy... Brings the horse up from you know a baby, and then it goes off to be a Clydesdale, and he misses it because it's off being a Clydesdale. And then finally, the Clydesdales come back to that guy's hometown, and he comes and, and he's sees a drunk it, because he, sees he hates Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, no, he sees the horse go by in the parade or whatever, and then he's getting into his car, and then all of a sudden there's like panic in the streets, and they're like, "Oh my god, this horse is loose!" And it's just the horse running to the guy to his car to be like, "I remember you." What you a know? So like it was it was, it was a crock. It was some bullshit. Uh, I thought the the the. The Force one, you know, was, was that Volkswagen? It Volkswagen, was Volkswagen. Yep. Volkswagen. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> physical just, comedy. Oh yeah, baby. Podcasting. I love it. And we'll get a little predictions on, uh, you know, who we think is going to win, what we think is going to happen. I know Bill. Uh, we're going to give Bill a little uh, a little platform for some ranting uh, based on some other uh, NFL. It's not going to be so much ranting. It's going to be gonna... more like I was right. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's you were definitely right. Um, I got another little. Piece of info that which shows that Roger Goodell has this weird hold over uh, the media. The NFL um, does. He's just in yeah. charge of the NFL. Yeah, he's just it's, the NFL is way. just is so big. It's I mean whatever in that trailer for concussion because I never saw it, but that one guy goes he goes they own a day of the week and they do so That's a good point. And they own even more than that. So 
Um, and then I think staying in the Super Bowl, I think we're going to go through the list of prop bets. Yeah, I got yeah. some cool ones. Um, I've got some really funny prop bets. I'm going to have these guys uh, bet on, and I'll write down uh, which one they chose, and we'll see how we did. See uh, how we did. And if I have any indication that I think I might be on for some of these, I might actually go and bet oh. on some of these. I think okay. so. I can make money on prop you, bets. You sure can. You I can. mean. There's always like one of the inside things is like, listen, my sister knows the singer. She's been singing it real fast. Put all your money on the under. Put all your cold hot cash on Coldplay, dude. All right. <laughs> yeah, but does Lady Gaga sing um, fast or slow? I think She's Archie Manning does show slow. up on screen more than two times. Um, yeah, a all that weird lot shit. More than two you know times. what I mean? Yeah. Lady, um, Lady Gaga's going to make it a spectacle. It's going to be like Whitney Houston, Beyonce level. She's going to bring spectacle. out Tony Bennett or something. Like She's going to hatch out of an egg in a bird nest first. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, so, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 say, can, oh, say, can you see? <laughs> Sorry. No? Okay. I missed that one. I it's poker she... face, but it's oh, as well. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry, All right. It was not N- executed. Nice try. Yeah. Nice Sorry. Try. I got it. I was just showing you my poker face. Oh, getting it. There we go. <laughs> I just trumped your horrible joke into a worse one, which I am known to do. Um, I want to talk a little Celtics, too, after all is said and done. Sure. Um, Ups and after downs. the football is all done. Um, I know we have a football-related dum-dum that Patrick's excited about. Yep. Dum-dums. <laughs> exactly. Um, like I said, I want to talk a little Celtics. We talk a little, you know, we'll get into our stable WTF news, and then uh, anything else that we'll uh, wrap might it up and pop go to into sleep. our sporadic brains. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or that. First, so, can we talk about, though, what happened? Eight years ago today? We most uh, certainly sure we can. can, Patrick. Or sure seven we years can. ago. Uh, seven. I can't do math so it, good. It would have been 2008. It's eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because 2008, 2016. So eight years ago, something, some play happened or some other game happened. Um, I believe Bill has the audio. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Third down and five. Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning stays on his feet. Airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Inside the 25 and a timeout taken. Oh my God. This ball's thrown and Tyree just goes up for it like a basketball player. Harrison trying to knock it down. And Eli, man, I don't know how he got out of there. I thought he was on the ground and and then he came out of the pile and just slings it. That's a great catch by David Tyree. Hey, Joe, don't go show any passion or anything. Holy shit. I would have much preferred Al Michaels in that call if I was you, you guys. Are you kidding me? And the you... pass is caught over the middle by Tyree. <laughs> <laughs> or Musburger. He's getting all pissed off He's about He's caught over the, the middle by uh, Tyree. About the spread. <laughs> or what's his face uh, from uh, who's... Uh, Harry Carey. <laughs> Tyree caught it with his helmet. Did I ever tell you? I don't know how we did it. Um... Yeah, that is the single one of the greatest you were a moments. Hot dog? Would you eat yourself? I remember. I mean, we were I in your place we... in Ithaca, Pat, and I just remember freaking out. I also remember like, oh, oh great, God. they sacked him again, and then he, oh no, he's out. He still got it. I don't understand how he got out of that. And then if that play happened this year, if that play happened this season, it's called a sack. If that play he's in, happened he's in the this grasp season, this season, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's called. it was almost. I mean, it was a split second longer. They might have called him down. And, it, and people forget it was third and five. Throw the ball out of bounds and get another play out of the yeah. deal. And don't throw the ball late over the middle. It's eight seconds after the ball is snapped, throwing it across your body into the middle of the field on a hail mary is the that, worst that thing screams, you can do. Screams tipped interception. Bailed or just, out. Yeah, 
totally bailed out, which is nice. And then also bailed out by Asante Samuel. Oh, but just no, he's dropping clutch, that that pick, or by oh. Ellis Hobbs forgetting how to cover Plaxico Burris. Plaxico Burris. Well, they were doing slants on him, slants on him all game, and then he just stu- it, it was wasn't even that slug-o. great. It was a perfect sluggo because he just gave that one, and Ellis Hobbs bit Ooh. so hard. Where's Ellis Hobbs today? I don't know. Buried in Aaron Hernandez's backyard, maybe. <laughs> Most likely. Um, Where's Plaxico Burris? Uh, I don't know. He was on the Opie and Jimmy show this week. He was. I saw that. I saw that cracking jokes about Viagra, which was kind of funny. Um, Don't go shooting your load there, Plaxico. Um, There you go. Actually, he was on Wife Swap. Was he? Plaxico was, and he was such a prick on there. Too bad he was on a bullet. Expect to come home and have dinner ready. Yeah, one that without a bullet in it. He's he's an interesting fellow. Uh, Super Bowl winning catch, but. Just a season, a career-ending shot, and you know, and what it did too, and then obviously the second win. But with that first win, it was kind of like it gave Giants fans this weird bravado, um, which is which was different from like the Patriot fan bravado, which is uh, this cockiness, which you know is obviously deserved. Which came with time, it, a yeah, cocky it came with time. Swagger. But it's also yeah. like, but the bravado with the Giants fan, which I've explained a couple times, I think, and. Is kind of just like yeah, I don't really care if the Patriots because it's like we have their we got their number twice. Right. Tom Brady has to or the Patriots have to play the Giants. They have to get the three more Super Bowls with them in there for them to have a you know a shot of of like getting redemption on the Giants. They're they're two and zero against the the Patriots. It's right. awesome. I love it. Sure. Then they're the only team in the past. Uh, eight years to have multiple Super Bowls in that in that time, mm-hmm. right? I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, so that's pretty cool too. But I, I think it's just the Patriots, the Giants, and the Steelers. I believe mm-hmm. the Steelers had oh five and oh nine or ten. Ten. So yeah, so they have uh, they have multiples as well. But yeah, I hate hearing that audio. <laughs> still after all these years. Still I after guess. all these years. However, I did not tell you I got this audio. No, you did. But today, yeah, something was coming. You today, didn't know what it was. You mentioned anniversaries. Today is the 14th anniversary of this. Ken Walter will hold. Lonnie Paxton will snap from the far hash mark. Angle to the left for Adam Vinatieri. 48-yard field goal attempt. Set to go. Snap ball down. Kick up. Kick is on the way, and it is. It's a long thing. And 14-year-old me died. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Sean, I don't know if you heard it during the clip, but you're right. There was that pause between like, the commentary it's because it's it had to travel that far. Well, it, you, you think you're you're the commentators. You're sitting at the 50-yard line. You're looking at a weird angle of the field goal, and you want to make sure it's through yeah, before you get that call. Especially Gil know? wants to make sure he gets that right. I, obviously, Gil can teach Joe, Gil Santos, that who's that unbelievable. Gil is amazing. Awesome, awesome commentator, play-by-play guy for the Patriots, and was for what? just stopped last year, right? Uh, Bob Sosi's first year was two years ago. He could teach Joe Buck a thing or two. Well, Joe um, Buck sucks, man. I don't. He's, That's a whole different conversation. He's a baseball guy. Yeah. He's not bad at baseball, but I can't I can't watch the Fox broadcast sometimes because of him and Aikman. I, Seems I, like I, he's just collecting think, a paycheck when he does football. How do you football? think we feel being Giants fans? We get put him and Aikman get put on so many Giants NFC games because yeah, it makes Ugh. sense. Cuz it makes sense. Aikman played against the NFC East. So am, like, am I the only one? I mean, you guys are obviously 
have way more games on Fox than I do, but am I the only one that is disappointed when the Patriots are on Fox because of the broadcast? No, just, you're just used to the CBS. I'm not a huge Jim Nance fan either, but... Just, you're not a huge... I, like I just Jim. see a drastic like difference between... Carry the, <laughs> Phil. I just see a drastic difference between CBS and, and Fox's broadcast quality. But maybe it's just me. Maybe. Um, I, I feel I like... I you're talking about. Saying that CBS is better, better than Fox? Yes. I agree with you. Fox seems to be more of a... Well, obviously they have their hand in a lot of sports, but I feel like they're a little bit more corporate than CBS is. Do you know what yeah. I'm trying to say with that? Yeah. Like corporate lets know, the like, game be, like be the, the uh, speak for itself, if you will. And I feel like Fox is like you're turning on to like watch it through like a video game or something. You know what I yeah, mean? There you like go. that, their graphics and thing. They're a bit more flashy, a bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're trying know, to get younger demographic because cool that's what we're shooting for. You know, and yeah. here's Cletus again. You know, some big dumb robot. Wait, wait, wait. Know. Hashtag Cletus, you know, it's born with CTE probably, um, but yeah, I like the C- the CBS is it's a lot more yeah. I prefer uh, the Sunday Night really Football broadcast. I, I love Al Michaels and and Collinsworth is a very good color guy. Yep. as far as I'm concerned, yeah, he can fills it, fills it in. He has good insight. Um, he doesn't do though like it, you can tell Collinsworth does his homework and Phil does a little bit of homework that he kind of has to. You know, he reads the game notes type of stuff. You know, it's yeah. like Collinsworth like is Collinsworth a little bit more. a lot. Because yeah. he does, he'll put an opinion out there. He he um, He's a little bit closer to the game, especially because he was a wide receiver. He has got a little bit more of that swagger right. to him anyway. So he doesn't get all political, not political or kind of old manny when, you know, those young guys get all up, you know, crazy and, and celebrate a bunch. Collinsworth kind of gets it, and I like that, that he kind of enjoys that as well. You can hear it in his voice that he enjoys it. Uh, and it is, who's going to be the announcer for Jim Nance Filson? It is. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. And Tracy Wolfson. And Mo- Tracy Washburn. Wolfson. I got. I got to say the worst. It's Wolfson. The Wolfson. worst person is part it? of that team. I'm on Wikipedia right here, she's, and it has a double. She's got a big old mole in her face. That's why I call her Wolfson. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I'm gonna look mole, for mole, that. Mole, now mole. I'm just gonna look for that. Now Google a picture of her. This is Radio it Magic. Is. But Google. Don't say mole. Don't it, say mole. Don't look at the mole. Don't say mole. It is mole. It is Austin Powers worthy. Mole, 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 mole. And what's his name? Mike Pratt. No. Mike Pereira? My, no, he's oh, no, the he's NBC. Uh, who am I thinking of? Why can't I remember Mike that? Carey? Mike Carey is so bad. I know we've said <laughs> he's this awful. before. I know we've said he's this awful. before. He is so bad. He, I'm pretty sure he's wrong all the time. Every single time, they're like, well, I, I don't know. I don't think it's a catch. Literally, as he's saying it, hey, they have terrible timing with him when they go to him because it's like the refs are already coming on the field. It's like, as he, I don't think it's a catch. The refs like, it's a catch. It's like, oh, <laughs> terrible. Oh, she does have that mole on her on her uh, on her forehead, like and under her eye. Her eye. No, no, no. It's that's an eyeball. It's, it's on her face. Um, we'll eyes get, we'll, are also on people's faces. <laughs> we'll we'll get to it uh, in a little while. But uh, one oh, of the she's the Cindy Crawford mole. One of the one of the uh, the prop bets is will Mike Carey be wrong about a challenge? <laughs> can I? Yes. Can I borrow a thousand dollars? So I want to. No, I don't have it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Super Bowl Fifty. It's uh, sh- should be fun. Yeah, I know you. Uh, there's been a lot of talk. I mean, because you know you got Peyton coming in. He's the you know they call him the sheriff, which I think is actually a pretty awesome nickname. Um, might be as he said to Bill Belichick, his last rodeo. It should be. Um, I think it should be right, especially with a win right off to the sunset. Even um, with there, a loss, there'd be, be nothing better. Um, and you have the young, flashy uh, Panthers that are led by young, flashy Cam Newton, yep. who's. 
uh, been no stranger to controversy this week in terms of how, um, you know, what he said and how he's felt that he's been treated um, or at least perceived. Um, well, it's interesting when you say something like... And also while other people have kind of pulled, you know, the race... I know the race card with especially Ryan Clark, um, who's making decent points, but um, other people are writing about it. I know probably Bromani Jones probably has something to say about it. Um, but it, it is an interesting conversation because he is a, a black quarterback, so... Well, he says, I'm an African-American quarterback, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter what you said before or after that. You said, I'm an African-American quarterback. You brought the race card in. You brought it, it up. Yep. So stop. Yep. I don't think he's deflecting it or being uh, you know, offended that people are asking about it. You know, I think it's just part of the media. You know, they're, you don't say something like that, and reporters nowadays are not going to not ask and something. And then the, that. it is a hot button. Um, but and, you know, and then the media goes and, and says, "Hey, let's go ask racism expert Charles Barkley his opinion on this whole Jesus. debacle." I just think like, a lot of Christ. what he meant to say. What, and I'm, you know, obviously I'm not the only one to, you know, that has his Get opinion. Sharp on this. I just think it's what he's meant to say is, you know, he's not like the big, you know, he's not the, like the stoic leader. He's a guy who plays with his emotions. He doesn't, you know, he, you know, gives the ball to kids. He rips flags. Teams flags down. He does his dabbing and his Superman, and and no real quarterback does that. Just leave it as simple as I'm something that you've never I'm seen Cam. before, and I'm and I'm scary. I'm Don't bring African American yeah, into it. Is, it. it is just but, shut your mouth. You know, in this this day and age, and in, in this culture, it, it seems to be brought up more than it should. Way be. more. Yeah. Um, he was asked about uh, Peyton Manning, though, so he had a little bit of uh, he had a little bit of audio. Uh, we we do have some audio with uh, Cam Newton talking about Peyton. There's a lot of things that Peyton has done, is doing, that I wish I could mimic. But I can't, you know, do it like Peyton can. It's only, you know, he can do it. But I try to translate not only things I learned from him or have, you know, saw him do, but, you know, other quarterbacks in this league, and I try to apply it to my own. Oh, no, I was just, I think it's great. Because that's another thing about Cam is he is super respectful. I mean, the guy, he knows who's come before him. He also knows he's full of talent, which is why he has his opinions about himself. Sure, um, but it's not like he's a douche. It's You're not a like great pro athlete. Be cocky all you want. I don't he's care. Amazing. Just don't be a dick about it. Yeah, true. And then uh, we also have some some audio of uh, Peyton talking about Cam, but um, he didn't really talk too much about him. He he was talking more about being drafted number one. So uh, I kind of cut it out. And it's just a quick little clip. Uh, he is off to an awesome start and uh, making. I assume making the Panthers very happy that they drafted him number one. Because yeah, he's talking about, hey, you know, he's been a new quarterback. He's been, you know, he's had a great start of his career. He's doing it the right way. You Certainly know? has. And, and uh, you know, obviously, you know, he was talking about the pressures of be- being a first-round draft pick. And, you know, because Peyton was as well, you know, uh, and, and just saying how there's an added pressure that, you know, you're going to a team that not necessarily isn't really that good because they're in the position of getting you at number one. So there's that much more pressure that, yes, you need to perform well as an NFL player, but you need to bring this franchise and be a part of this franchise's catalyst. You need to be the catalyst to change. And they both were. Being... And on top of being a controversial figure, I mean, he, you know, he got, he got, he was going to go to the University of Florida and his freshman year, he stole a computer. This is Cam Newton and he got kicked out and then had to go to a junior college. And then, um, you know, whether or not he got paid or his dad got paid for him to go to Auburn for his last two years and led an amazing team there. And, and it was also in the time where big black athletic quarterbacks um, coming into the league, a la Jamarcus Russell. Um, you know, did not play well. Um, I, I'm 
Troy Smith. Troy Smith, exactly, or like a Dennis Dixon. Yeah. You know, there wasn't that much success coming from early draft picks like that. And I think maybe that's maybe what Peyton was getting at, uh, that he's worth the money that he's been paid in that draft pick. Um, you know, a couple number ones have been. A couple number ones, in, especially in the last 10, 12 years, have not. Yeah, true. Where was Josh Norman picked? Josh Norman. He was in the 20s, I want to say. I would think. I would, I'll try to. Yeah. I'll research. I got a, well, while you I got a computer th- in my pocket, guys. Yeah, while you do that, uh, Bill, pull up the audio of, uh, of him talking about facing Peyton Manning. Denver looked like an offense. You know, Peyton's not the same player he's been, you know, a couple of years ago. Does he look like a guy maybe you can get a pick six off of? Or? Well, I try to get a pick six every time I touch the field. It doesn't matter if it's Peyton Manning or Blake Bortles. <laughs> I try to touch the field with a pick every time. And to sit up there and say that is just, you know, my expectations of myself and how I see myself. I'm trying to be the best player on the field that day. And if I can be that, um, and if a quarterback so dare challenge me, then I want to make him pay at all costs. And that's just my mentality, just as he's trying to make me pay by throwing to one of his best receivers. So in a shocking development, Josh Norman was drafted in the fifth round of the 2012 NFL draft. I thought for sure he was a first-round pick. I thought he, I had heard he was in the 20s somewhere, but uh, I'm obviously wrong. No, he's wrong. 28 years old. That's what. <laughs> and he wears number 24. And he also that's... got asked about Odell. I know you don't have that clip, but he, uh, they were like, and he just goes, oh, that man, crazy. <laughs> it's like, you saw what he did? And it's like, I asked Ron Rivera to take me out. No, you, shut up. No, you didn't. You wanted, You were just as... You body slammed him. Like yeah. you, he's just a cocky corner. You know they, that's that's what they are. It's fine. I mean, you have to be. Well, yeah, he's saying every time he goes out there, he wants to get a pick six, which that's the mentality you, you should have. have. If you yeah. don't have it, it's like why don't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I thought that clip was uh, was interesting. Yeah, it was good. Um, what else we got? Uh, Peyton actually. Peyton was obviously asked about um, you know, being a little bit older. You know, so this is his kind of response. How are you staying being, in the league so well? How how do you keep your uh, your human growth yeah. going? <laughs> yeah, actually, I think I kept the uh, the question in this in this audio. In what ways are you, because you're older, a better quarterback? I think it's important to use all of your experience uh, to your advantage. Uh, I think uh, you can always refer back to prior situations and two minute drive or a fourth and goal from the two-yard line and uh, I think the more experience you have you can you can use that to help you so you know certainly I have some physical differences uh, as the years I've played certainly since my major injury four years ago and I think it's about learning to adjust uh, learning to adapt you know uh, kind of use the baseball analogy a, a guy that used to throw you know 95 plus as he gets older maybe he can't still throw that same fastball but he can work the corners of the plate you can still strike a guy out. So uh, I feel like I can still move the chains uh, maybe in different ways. And uh, that's being flexible, being ready, being able to adjust. And uh, uh, I think that served me well. Hey, being good at uh, offense in football is about moving the chains. Regardless of how you do it, how ugly it is, however you do it, it's about moving the chains, especially in a football game like the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's about getting hey, the ball down the field. Hey, do you think the Patriots game. know you can move the chains by running the ball, Bill? <laughs> Um, all right, sorry. Just <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, that worked out well against Miami, didn't it? <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, one game. Uh, yeah, the game that cost you know him what? home field. <laughs> he <laughs> whoopsies. Uh, the uh, Peyton, I think you know, he has the win under his belt, and then he has two absolutely brutal losses in the Super Bowl. So maybe he's due for a win. But if anyone knows the 
you know, he's got great experience in a game like this. Uh, Denver should be, I mean, I'm sure Denver is extremely confident in, um, in Peyton, you know, the defense, but definitely in Peyton. But uh, as much as I want Cam Newton, it'd be cool to see Peyton. Peyton Manning's, besides his HGH thing, which is who knows how much validity there is to it. Um, he's a good dude. I mean, it's not like he's, uh, you know, cocky. It's not like he's, you know, uh, you know, ever done anything like that douchey. You know, he's a, a nice member of the community, if you You know will. what? Let the sheriff ride off into he's the sunset. He's a swell guy. Thank you, Patrick. That was perfect. Yeah. Let him, let him run it off. And you know what? He's gonna. Have, they're gonna have to move the chains different ways because he can't throw deep as well as he can as he used to. Sure. So I, I'm very excited for this game. It, it's actually. gonna be a fun game, and I and I hope. And I was very excited for the Broncos Seahawks Super Bowl a couple of years ago too. I thought that was gonna be a really good game. I had Peyton Manning in fantasy all season. He was tremendous for me, and then just flat out laid an egg. Got their dicks. It was what forty four to eight or something like that. Yeah, a thirty eight eight. No, it was in the 40s. Oh, it was the 40s? It was definitely 40s. It wasn't like his first shotgun snap like went over his head and then it was a safety? Yeah. Or something? That was insane. Yep. It, was an, it was an ugly mess. Um, I think we're going to see something sort of similar, honestly. I don't safety? think it's going to be as bad, but I think it's going to be a blowout by, by Carolina. You do. I, I mean... Do. So, yeah, let's get into that. What, what do you guys think the scores are going to be? Um, I think it's. I think the Panthers are going to win. All um, right, Sean's got the Panthers. I'm going to go 28-14. 28-17. Okay, Bill, what do you get? Well, I haven't even really thought about this. Me neither. That was the first time I thought about a score. Interesting. 31-13, Carolina. Hey. You got Panthers. And then what do I, what am I going to do? Ooh. Should I, should I go against the green here? I think I'm going to do it. Go Denver? I think I'm going to go Denver. I'm going to go 24-21, Denver. So they're not even covering in, in your thing. Well, what's the thing? I don't know. It the... is Denver is getting five. They're plus five and a half points. The over-under is 44 and a half. Oh, okay. So then I'm going to, I'm going to change that to, uh... oh, shit, I don't know. You're putting me on the spot, too. I don't know. I'm, i got to pick Denver just to go against the grain. But I think I'll, I'll go uh, Denver. I liked your initials. I mean. What did I say? You in 24-21? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna do that. That's gonna be really, really bad. We're gonna laugh about it next week. But whatever. and there was—I forget exactly where I read it, but it was someone broke down kind of the spreads of other teams that were just as good as the Panthers um, in terms of win—you know, how many wins they have, or you know, only one loss or something like that. And the point spreads that they were got through each round of the playoffs. It seems like Carolina is like the most disrespected in terms of um, point spreads. Uh, just a, a very close, and then they blow. They're blowing teams out uh, no, they, every single running round. through the playoffs. So you're right, Bill. I think your prediction holds a lot of water in in terms of the fact that Carolina can easily blow them out. Okay, I just, I just think Carolina, if if they have any semblance of an offensive line, they're not going. Denver's not going to have anywhere close to the game they had against New England. You can't. And Cam Newton is far more elusive than Tom Brady is. And that offense is so much more unpredictable right. because Cam is leading it. Exactly. Um, you know, the read options, the read runs, the fact that he, even on read runs, he can hold it and throw it. They usually have a guy going deep. Um, you know, Denver's defense, hey, it's I mean, they really, they've been showing up game after game and carrying that team, but I just don't know if they've, run into an efficient and complex offense like uh, Carolina Panthers. And Carolina Panthers' defense is unbelievable, too. Sure. I, I can't get over how good Luke Keekley is. Oh, my God. He is, is a beast. 
is so much fun to watch. Yeah. I like him and another, uh, hate to say it, but Sean Lee of the Cowboys. I'm always pissed when he gets hurt. I mean, I, I it is what it is because he's a cowboy, but they just play the game the right way and with so much hustle, and they're just so good. Oh, it's awesome to watch. And that's why, a part of the reason why I'm very excited to watch this game sure. is just because the difference in teams, um, all the different storylines coming in, you know, the old Peyton, the young Cam, the the flashy, you know, uh, Panthers and the kind of the more stoic uh you know, keep everyone in line, uh, uh, Broncos. So that's, I'm, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm excited. Hopefully, I'm back by then because I'm going to be skiing in Vermont this weekend. You know, that's nice. going to be awesome. Yeah, you'll be back. I'm yeah. changing my prediction. By the way, I got to go Panthers. It's retarded not to go. Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be wrong. Thirty-five, thirteen Panthers. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, you change it big time. Big time. Big, big swing. Big old swing. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Barry Bonds, baby. Big old swing. Big old swing. Hey, uh, two cool um, facts about the Super Bowl, real quick. First time ever in all fifty Super Bowls that'll be two number one drafted uh, players playing against each other. Huh. Quarterbacks. Quarterbacks uh, going That's pretty crazy. Very, very, very interesting. And then it was yep. when he, and when then Cam other... Newton played uh, uh, Paul Palmer, Car- Carson Palmer. No, not right. Yeah. The Cardinals? Yeah, Cardinals. Yeah. Sorry, I just yeah. spaced. No, I got you. was the first time two Heismans played each other. Oh, I like that. So what was the Was other Palmer number one? To... Yeah. So no, the... not number one. Heisman Trophy winners. Okay. Heisman Trophy. Do we know what color jerseys each team are wearing? Because uh, the Broncos. Last they... year, the Patriots were, were wearing white so the AFC will be will be wearing their home jerseys, and that'll be white. So it'll be Denver. Denver will be wearing the dark blue. Yes. Oh, okay. Because Denver, as a team in all ever every Super Bowl they've ever been to, is zero and four when wearing their orange jerseys. So interesting fact. I don't know. I think they're two and zero when wearing the blue. Yeah, they're wearing the blue. Yeah, I don't think it says much about their blue uh, jerseys here, but. Uh, Definitely some interesting pregame notes. Right off on John Elway's helicopter. <laughs> His actual helicopter, not him helicoptering yes. in the end zone. Yes. Thank you for getting that reference as I explained I got you, it buddy. fully. And you know what? The only time Denver ever won, ever won a Super Bowl, they were wearing blue jerseys. So there you go. Uh, let's get into some of these prop bets. Yeah, I got them right here. Um, so these you, are some of the down? So, oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, some of these are the uh, the entertainment odds and ends. We're not going to get into the game ones because those are uh, pretty generic. But uh, some of these are pretty funny. And uh, let let's go down the list here. Will Peyton Manning announce his retirement in the post game interview? Yes, five to one. No, ten to one. So does it mean? So that is that doesn't mean if he wins or loses. No, they right. just said if he does, will he in the post game? Doesn't say if. Yeah, or in my mind, if he wins, off. he's gonna. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So then sense. you're also betting on the fact that the Broncos are gonna win. I say yes, no matter what. So I you're saying yes. No, I'm going no. I'm going no. I'm going no in the post game presser. No. Yeah. I'm going no. I'm I'm thinking sometime weeks down the road. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. exactly. Get his own good, press good conference. For I, it took me a second to figure that out, but yeah, that's the that's the all correct. So Peyton retiring. We're all no's. Post game press in the post game. Press conference. All right. Uh, how many times will the word dab or dabbing be said by the announcers during the broadcast? Over, under, two and a half. Well, they are playing a Colorado team. So. There you go. A little <laughs> nice. A little, uh, what is that, a weed reference? Yes, that and is a marijuana a... smoking reference. I, and oh, I found out. you with the... <laughs> <laughs> and I, I found out that the dab dance, I think it, they are, is... A subtle way of saying after you hit a deck because it's like you're vaporizing you marijuana like uh, wax. So it's like, 
a lot at once. And what that is is them coughing. They used to do that to cough. So they, they would put their so hand in there. And, oh, so that's the, it's the dab. Dance. Nice. We got a Henopedia fact huh? of the day. Hey. Oh, <laughs> I like <laughs> that. But, well, I'm sorry. What was the bet? I, I, Two I, I and a half times this. that those words are mentioned in the broadcast. Dab or dabbing. Uh, is this during, like, okay, the ball's kicked off. It says now during I'll, the broadcast, I assume, from... For, uh, oh, last oh, commercial before it starts and, and first commercial yes oh I'm yes. saying over because Cam's gonna have more than two touchdowns and so you're saying over de- yeah I say over alright I'm saying over what do you got Bill uh, definitely over okay um how many times will Cam Newton do the open shirt Superman motion during the game over under two and a half oh under over I agree under over uh, will will the Panthers player who scores their first touchdown give the football to a boy or a girl? Hey, it's a fifty-fifty shot. Why I'm gonna we... go girl. Gives it a Caitlyn Jenner. I don't like this binary gender that you're going at. <laughs> um. Shut your mouth, uh, girl. All right, what do you got, Bill? Boy, nice. You would. <laughs> What? I don't know. <laughs> I just threw out there. I don't know. Going against the green. We both a girl. He's a boy. How many times will a Golden Gate Bridge be shown during the broadcast? Oh, fucking a thousand. Two point five over under. Over. 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 Way over. over. Even though the stadium is not in San Francisco, doesn't matter. They show they fucking sh- Fifth Avenue they when show there's Times a Giants Square. game. Know, they, sh- they show Boston when they're here. Exactly. 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 Yeah. Even worse. Even worse. Yeah. Because there's going to be one opening shot. There's going to be one at halftime, in, in between halftime. And then there's one the sun's going down at the end of the game. They're going to get one of the sun going down near them. So, and that's what, yes. point 0.5? No. I, I, I'm changing it because it's going to be way over that. So we'll say over under two and a half. 2.5 and we're all over? I'm saying over. I'm saying over as well. We're all over. Uh, how many times will the name John Fox be mentioned during the broadcast? Uh, for a little history, John Fox has coached both the Panthers and the Broncos. Well, it'll definitely be brought up at least once. It'll be over under one and a half. I'll go under. Yeah, I'll go under on that. we got to pay attention to that. Yeah, I'm going to say under two. I just don't think they're going to mention it all. They can mention it because it is... It's a funny coincidence, but... It has to be brought up, but it's also like... Anything more than once, it's kind of shoving it in his face. And well, was really he there bad. when uh, Elway was? No, uh, John Fox was the coach of the Panthers when they lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl, and John Fox was the coach of the Broncos when they lost to the Seahawks a couple <laughs> years ago. So, um, actually, I'm going to change mine. I'm going to definitely say over because I think they're going to show those highlights so many times. The last time either of those teams were in the Super Bowl, I think they're definitely going to mention John Fox at least once. I'm with you, Bill. And that's what two and a half times or one and a half over under one and a half. I'm going to say over one and a half. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm changing mine to over. Um, you convinced me. <laughs> How many times will John Elway be shown during the broadcast? Two and a half. Over, over under. Way over. over. Elway, two and a half? It'll be two, at least two during the game, and then if they win, he'll be all over it. What do you sure. got? Uh, over, definitely. Definitely over. The, it, they're going to have that that camera on Elway like they do for Bob Kraft and Jerry and Jones. Archie will probably be up there, right? Yeah, think? that was in the next one. Archie, uh, how many times will Archie Manning be shown on TV Actually, during Archie the broadcast? Archie likes to sit in the stands, if I remember correctly. Uh, does he? Not in the Super Bowl. No. Uh, over under one and a half, how many times will Archie be on TV? No, well, definitely over. Over, because they'll also touch... About Eli. Eli, they'll touch on Eli too. Especially so. if they're the Broncos are driving towards the end, and they're going to show Archie being all anxious up in the booth and, and flashback to yeah. Then you show Ashley Manning with her big broad shoulders, <laughs> just, <laughs> just fucking poof. 
Hey, uh, Pat, all right. Like Pat's back. wearing a Jaws tank right now, and he's really flexing get it out. Get back, baby. <laughs> um, well, the announcers mentioned... I need a bigger T. Sorry, that's... I'll just go fuck myself. It's fine. You have low uh, T. <laughs> just get the shit out of your mouth. Um, yeah, radio S- jokes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, the re- well, the announcers mentioned that Gary Kubiak was always back up during the broadcast. Yes or no? I didn't even know that. Kubiak back up? So Gary Kubiak is actually the first uh, coach ever to to have played for a team and coached that same team in a Super Bowl. Weird. Kubiak back up? Yeah, Kubiak was John Elway's backup in, oh, okay. in 97, 98. So they'll bring that up? Will they bring it up, yes or no? Um, yes. It's fodder. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah like, and they need to sense. fill as much time as possible. Yeah, exactly. It's the Super Bowl. They got hours to kill beforehand. So here's where we get into the good ones. Oh, okay. There's, these are like multiple, multiple choices. Uh, what color will the liquid be that is poured on the winning coach? I'm going to give you some options here. Orange, blue, clear, yellow. Red, green, or purple? Blue, because the Panthers are going to win, and they definitely have blue Gatorade. Okay. And they probably have blue for the... Well, no, it would be a the, darker they blue. They have orange, probably, for... For Denver? For Denver. Yeah, so technically, w- that you're choosing who's going to win. Is it clear water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why it says, what color would the liquid be? Lemon ice. Yeah, oh, I'm going to go blue. All right. yeah. I'm going to go blue. I'm going blue. I'm going to say red. Red. All right. Red it is. Color of Gatorade. Nice. Who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first? God. <laughs> Here we go. Well, it depends on who wins. God, team, city and fans, coach, family, none of the above. God, team, the city and fans, coach. Team meaning like, oh, the guys around me. Yeah, I'm doing team. Family or none of the above. In, in the interview? This is the Super Bowl MVP. Family. No, I'm God. I'm going to say family. All right, I'm going team. And that's the first mention. Yes. Mentions first in interview. Okay. I like the thank God. Coach Welch told us that it should be in the order of God, family, and then team. That is the way. Yeah, you're right. That is. You're right. That is the way he said. Uh, Which song will Coldplay play first during the halftime show? Adventure of a Lifetime, which we played to close our show last week. Oh, okay. That's the name of Um, it. Fix You. A Sky Full of Stars, Viva La Vida, Clocks, Speed of Sound, Head Full of Dreams, or Paradise. I'm just doing Clocks. I'm saying Clocks. I think it's got to be their newest. What is it called? Adventure of a Adventure Lifetime. Adventure of a Lifetime, I think, just because... Because that's a good thing to come in from when it starts black, sure. and then all of a sudden there's like little light stuff with that... What's the one? And then they... That's not Coldplay. Oh, it isn't? <laughs> no. No, you're thinking of Vita La Vida. Or <laughs> Vita La Vida. Oh. I was saying the Ricky Martin Live in La Vida. Live in La Vida. I think it starts with Adventure of Lips Lips <laughs> So you said it's going to be Adventure of a Lifetime? Yes. And Pat, what about you? He says clocks. clocks. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be... Hmm. I'm gonna say paradise. All nice. right. Yeah. Which favorite Coldplay song? Um, Yellow. None of the above. Yellow is a great song. Oh, uh, Fix yeah. You is my favorite song. All right. 
Um, what color will Beyonce's footwear be when she comes up on stage for the halftime show? Beyonce blood or <laughs> from kicking all the shit out of people. I don't know. Black. Um, yeah, black. Golden brown. Not golden brown, like gold and brown. Uh, white, silver, and gray. Any other color? What do you got? I'm saying black. Sean, what do you golden got? Brown. Gold brown. brown white. Gold. Golden brown, and Bill's got white. All right. I like our diversity. And Sean, you can uh, you can confirm this afterwards with your uh, your your TV insider knowledge. Okay. How many million viewers will Super Bowl Fifty have? Over under one hundred seventeen million. I'm gonna go under. What's I, what's the record? I'm not even sure. I just don't feel like it's not going to be a highly rated. Two. I f- I feel like it's going to be under two. Um, we're going to go a sweep of under, just because. It's too not that big a market, teams. I mean, there are normal market, you know, the mid-Atlantic market, and then obviously Denver's, you know, a major city. But um, I just don't, you know, I just don't think there's going to be that many as other past Super Bowls. Uh, What will the Nielsen rating be for Super Bowl 50? Over under 48 and a half. Ah, see, that's a good one. 48 and a half. I'm going. I'm going under. I think it's going to be at like 36. Okay. I'm going under. Can you write 36 under me, please? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I'm going to do 37 just to press it right your ass. What do you got, Bill? Uh, uh, under, definitely. Under. Uh, which region will have a higher Nielsen rating, Denver or Charlotte? Ah, that's a really good question. I'm going to say Charlotte. I was going to go Charlotte as well. The, the less? The higher Nielsen rating. Higher Nielsen rating. Yeah. I don't know if I could figure that out. You got to go that's, Charlotte. All right, cool. I'm sure it'll come out somewhere. I guess I can only get numbers for our region, maybe. Um, and <laughs> the final one, how many wings will Buffalo Wild Wings sell on Super Bowl Day? Ooh, I like this. And Buffalo an Wild Wings has got to be have uh, got to have a, uh, a counter a bet or something going here because they wouldn't have had that randomly, but it's over under 12 million. I'm going over. Same. Uh, subset of that, how many cases of heartburn? Um, <laughs> I'm going to go over. All right, we're all over. Nice. It's all over, much like Johnny Manziel's career with the Browns, which, you know, I guess could take us into to, to this week's Dum Dum. If, if I we, think I so. so. In the social justice system, the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups. Idiots who say stupid things, and the people who record and talk about those idiots. These are their stories. Dum dums. You don't know we are watching you. <laughs> when where? Hi. So it never gets old. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Either. Hey, you lawyer guys. All right, let's. Uh, Johnny Manziel, dum dum of the week. Yeah, well, yeah. It's just. Just someone who's given so much opportunity and just flushed it right he was down set the up old to toilet. Fail. Yeah, you know what? You're right. And it's his personality. It's the way he is. It's you know. It just it just stinks. Make him someone who he wasn't. In a Did totally in a totally different fashion, he was set up to fail, much like Tim Tebow was. ESPN, what, too much ESPN hype? destroyed Johnny Manziel before he even got on the field. Yep. All talk well, and no one. And they've not, destroyed him since then. You know. Yeah. Well, they. Played into his what he had already been doing, and they didn't. Uh, they clearly didn't make it any better for him. That's for sure. Uh, and I mean, 
I just think, you know, obviously it's very smart of the Browns to move on. They're going to have to. They gave him the one. I'm sure they didn't even want to bring him in this season, but they're like one more. And apparently, you know, he had some of his teammates. You know, I remember we talked about Hayden or whatever, Hayden or whatever, was saying, oh, you know, he's being a leader or whatever. And um, obviously that's not the case anymore because he's still messing up. He's partying. He's getting into fights with his girlfriend. Cops are getting called. So it's just not a good look. And. Uh, and people are always saying, and I'm still believe that he's going to go down to, you know, to the Cowboys are going to sign him, you know, for league, you know, minimum. He's not going to be getting any sort of big contract. No. Uh, but now, I mean, they're not re-signing Greg Hardy to Cowboys because of his quote unquote par- he parties too much. Yeah, true. Not because he hits women, women, but because he parties, parties. too much. Yeah. So that is going against the narrative that Johnny Manziel is going to make it down to Yeah. Dallas. So actually, I, uh, I I I talked to Ian Rappaport earlier about this. <laughs> oh, and, did uh, you? Yeah. So I talked to him on the phone. Big and get was, for AWAD. You should have him yeah. call in. Big. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Get. But yeah, I got some audio if you want to uh, pull it up here. I talked to him on the phone. There is no future for Johnny Menzel with the Cleveland Browns, certainly not anymore. And really, Patrick, this was clear as soon as Hugh Jackson was officially hired by the Cleveland Browns as their head coach, had no interest in having Johnny Menzel as his quarterback. And what the organization wanted to do was evaluate him over the next month or so and try to see if they could finally reach him based on a series of incidents over the last several weeks. The Browns have finally realized today what seemed evident before that Menzel is not reachable and certainly will not be a member of this team. So- well, it's very nice of him to uh, talk to Patrick yeah, like thanks that. Thanks to the NFL Network's Ian Rappaport for giving us a call. Yeah, WADD cool. Talk Radio. Big, big scoops. Big gets. <laughs> but, uh, He's a New England guy, though. He's is a, he? Rap? Rap, Rap was the uh, the beat writer for the Patriots for a while before oh. he went to the NFL Network. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just it's about time that that saga is over. Uh, I just don't. Uh, I, I don't see him playing in the NFL anymore. It's, no. Yeah, definitely a dumb dumb. But an- another saga I think should just be over dumb with. Dumbs. Yeah. Nice. Exactly. I uh, think another thing though is this Deflategate thing. It's just. It's just. It's it's pissing me <sighs> off. And I don't even really. Again. I don't really care about it. But we got Bill over Apparently here. Apparently the NFL doesn't either. Yeah, exactly. But they did, but now they don't. Well, like I said on the show two weeks ago, that there was a report that the NFL was, or might be releasing PSI reports during the week leading up to the Super Bowl. And I told you, both here on the air, that if the Patriots were not in the Super Bowl, those reports would not come out. And sure to fucking enough, they did not come out. N- this only- is the thrill of watching what kills Bill. Hey, I like this. New no, segment, man. New, no, new segment for for Bill Neville here. What kills Bill? It's just it's it was so glaringly obvious. I mean, it, it if, if Roger Goodell was point. a smart man, he would have released some bullshit reports that made the NFL look good. Well, that's the thing is now it comes out who he's like. Well, there's no actually like real reports this year. So we then just kind of we kind of did about? we kind of did spot checks. So it was kind of like basically what he's saying is we use it as an intimidation factor for the other teams that they Fuck better at their PSIs right. It's like they did anyway. Everything, every every piece of information, and now the public t- tide is you know washed back over. And right. Even you have Adam Schefter being like, "Yeah," he, he basically said what you said that if the Patriots were in it, we would hear something about it because they're not; they're burying it and they're they don't want it spoken of again, right? Because it's all BS now. And he's like, "I just don't think it's that big of a deal." And, and now, you know full well that if the Patriots were in the Super Bowl, there would have been two or three games a season where the balls were at eleven point nine, and it would have been all hell breaking loose and all the internet fucking cronies out there coming at Tom Brady like he was point six under the fucking limit, so he's a cheater, he's an asshole, suspend him for the rest of his life. I want to bang like, his wife. 
<laughs> Honestly, it's a, I'm just so sick of the bullshit. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the on so whether or not Robert Kraft and the Patriots should fight to get the picks back? Absolutely. The picks. The money's whatever. That's nothing for the Patriots. You a million dollars is, I mean, for us, uh, is big. But they took away the first and fourth round picks this year. That's that's some long term so shit. Yeah. That's, that's long term shit. That that first round pick in Patriot language is two second round picks. Yeah, seriously, and that's, and that's a huge it's, deal for Bill Belichick. And you know what? And yeah, it is because if there's any GM in in the NFL that makes the most of his pick, especially his first round picks, it's Bill Belichick. Right. Good point. And. What that is also why that happened, why they succumbed, I guess, to that discipline was Robert Kraft believed maybe the NFL did have some actual evidence. There was, at, there, you know, there was smoke. There was, at, you know, Robert thought maybe there was fire. And he said, okay, we're going to let the NFL do what we think is right, you know, what they think is right. And, you know, when it turned out to just be a smoke machine in some guy's backyard, Ted Wells' backyard, it's you know there there needs there to be, be justice sort of back to there, yeah, restitution exactly someone's got to pay for the firemen to show up exactly thank you it's it's just bullshit you know like no you know they're getting charged with so arson glad you and two are on you know my side. They, it's <laughs> it's just it's stupid I, I as just a fan of the NFL it's like wait what like they should get that anyone back. with a clear head has to see the, the bullshit now the competitive edge is. Only against the Patriots. It's not, it wasn't like pro-Patriots because obviously the balls were fine based on all the evidence that has been shown, scientific and otherwise. And now it's like the Patriots are getting buried for nothing. Now. Unless, it's, it's just bullshit. Unless you're wearing other team-colored glasses, you have to see straight through the bullshit. If you're a Jets fan and you're out there still saying, oh, Tom Brady's out there cheating, you know, he's... he's, uh, he's as we said before uh, we went on today, my accents are pretty bad, and I did a really no. bad Jamaican one on my show last night, so we're not going to get into that. But, um, was it more Irish? Oh, it was very close <laughs> to Irish. Even they said it on the air, too. It was very close to Irish. But like you got the Jets fans like, ah, Tom Brady, uh, he, 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 the, the Jets lose every year because Tom Brady's cheating. Ah, it's like, shut up. It is a good barometer in t- to sense the amount of bullshit that's coming out of another football fan's mouth is what their feelings on Tom Brady. You know, like you said, a Jets fan. Oh, we. Well, I know a bunch of Jets fans and Giants fans alike, and and Bills fans that are like, yeah. I mean, you know, they had a history of cheating. You know, there was other allegations, and you know, it's a little shady. But this Deflate Gate thing, it's kind of bullshit. You know, and he is good. And if anyone says, oh, Tom Brady sucks, it's like, all right, your opinion does not count. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't listen to you. Yeah, you're not allowed. Hall of Fame quarterback, first ballot. Keep keep calling your AM sports radio there, pal. He's going to show up, right? He'll show up to all the festivities, Tom Brady will. Uh, for what? The Super Bowl festivities oh, and all that stuff. Because it's the 50th, they are bringing all the Super Bowl MVPs oh, is that right, what to the game for some, I don't know if it's halftime or pregame yeah, halftime. or something. What was the thing that I read about... Tom Brady not getting selected as something that had to do with a quarterback for the 50th celebration. Oh, it's uh, playing the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> if you... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I I'll, I'll, to... I'll give you that. I'll uh, give you that. Uh, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know what you're referencing. <laughs> um, I'll look it up. We'll, we'll talk about it next week. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just so tired of the crap, man. Like, you're looking at arguably, and I said arguably because a lot of people don't believe it, but arguably the best quarterback of all time. Yeah. And you're destroying his public image for doing literally nothing wrong. Yeah. Nothing wrong. What's the phrase that comes to mind? What, what does it make you say when you hear all this? 
spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of WTF news, the stories that make you say, What the f***? What the f***? WTF, mate. What the f***? This is WADD Talk Radio's wild world of what the f***? Well, I was going to go first, but now my uh, article's not loading here Uh-oh. on the old computer. Well, I'll uh, I'll go, and I'll keep it in right. the uh, football Super Bowl realm. Um, out in Las Vegas, Cox Communications, which is a cable provider, and KLAS-TV, uh, the uh, CBS affiliate out there, are under contract negotiations for... Um, for uh, you know, a couple channels. You know, sometimes cable companies go through that. One of the channels is CBS, which is carrying the Super Bowl. So uh, there are three hundred fifty-three thousand uh, Las Vegas customers that are in that thing that are not going to be able to watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> and what really got me was uh, a representative from Cox said, "Come out. You know, you could go to a bar, obviously, and see it. You know, people yeah. have the. You know, there's other places." ways you could see it but if you don't want to go out you don't want to spend money streaming it or anything like that uh there's a workaround that uh cox spokesman jurgen barbuska uh said that you can watch the game on the espn deportes turn the volume down if you don't understand spanish and tune into uh espn radio for the play-by-play Wow, that's a, that was a legitimate statement brought out by Cox Communications as a workaround to watch uh, to enjoy the Super Bowl this Sunday. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> or how about you just sign the damn contract and give people TV? That's asinine, right? What? I can't believe that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. Uh, and usually with that, if it, I, you know, I'm sure that's a pressing issue for their community, you know, this contract thing. And as soon as that signs, it can, it'll go back on TV like that. But you know, that's what they're saying to do instead. That's so funny. Are you kidding me? That's so funny. Uh, my, my WTF story over here is not so much about the story, but about the name of the subject (laughs) involved in the story. Remember we did the name bracket? Yeah. That was fun. I, that was great. And I've never, I have yet to try to pronounce this name. Oh, I can't wait. But it, it's our story it comes out of Olympia, Washington. A man in Washington State who has a highly unusual name has been arrested again. His name is Bizao Dudu Zapati Bop Bop Bop. And that's three bops. Bizao Dudu. His parents listen to a lot of Cosby. Bizao Bop Bop Bizarre do do zappy pop. Drink this butter's butter's boo. So it goes a boot to boot to pop on the bed. So, so bizarre do do zappy pop pop pop. I'm sorry. I almost got through. One more time. Try it now. Bizarre do do zappy pop pop pop. Thirty four years old. That was really good. That was really good. Sound like a singer in Harlem in 1920s. I'm the scat man. He didn't really do much. <laughs> Nailed it. He didn't really do much. He was arrested for tearing down posters outside the school's library. Uh, was charged with uh, third degree assault and, and malicious mischief. But the name itself, it's actually his legal name. He changed his name to Bizao Dudu Zabri Bop Bop Bop. So, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? That's Mom, awesome. can I stay over at Zip Bop's house tonight? <laughs> You mad? Absolutely not. No. Why are you hanging out with that kid? Oh Just shorten God. your name to Beezy Bop. Oh call God. it a day. 
Um, my what the fuck article. Uh, it, it's more of like a what the fuck. Is it your internet connection? Funny. Yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> seriously though. Um, but this one comes out of India. Um, oh. so this couple. Uh, nope, that one didn't work either. They, <laughs> what are you talking about, John? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> this couple in India um, broke up. You know, they said you know they were married. They're just like this is not for us. We're gonna go our separate ways. Um, and to do that, you know, they're a little bit older and they're like, how are we going to meet people? Was let's prearrange. Let's go on Facebook. You know, you know what it might've been actually. I can't imagine. So, going so, go on Facebook. so yeah, go on Facebook and they did different Welcome names. Facebook. You know, some people do Sean, you're, you're not real name. My not real names on Facebook. You know, you Mine just do kind of now, a, yeah. a, different, a different name, you mm-hmm. know? So these people did that. Um, and didn't really post pictures of just their face, kind of like generic pictures or whatever. And just started talking. So this couple broke up. Um, went their separate ways. Both got Facebook. Both whatever. Um, each started talking to this person online. Um, and people. for a while, yeah, talking to this person, people online, and they started connecting. And um, <laughs> so they start connecting, and they're like, so they both meet these people online, and then they both say, "Hey, we should meet up in person." Because moving on with their lives, exactly. They're both moving on with their lives. They both had these they online connections. Threw with these another people. cast out into the sea, and by golly, they're going to catch another fish. You goddamn right. You goddamn right. Or, plenty, plenty of fish out there. Exactly. Or another cup of hummus. <laughs> hummus. Hummus. Yeah. Whatever. That's Middle um, Eastern. But. So each couple goes to their respective dates. What kind of curry do you like? And what? Who's and, your favorite? Who's a artist? Yeah. Or Bollywood movie. Favorite. We're not keeping this racist. We're being normal here. This is not somebody bop bop Bollywood. So, the, so, so the, the 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 funny thing of the story is they both go to their online first meet in person dates, and it ends up being those two. <laughs> what are they connected? That's they reconnected. What the fuck? They meet up. They argue. They almost beat the crap out of each other, and then it's again. And now they're back to the counseling and their official divorce and all this stuff. So they separated. <laughs> said we're going to try to find some other people. Went online, found other people online. Said let's meet up in person. Ends up being the same couple, and then they said, oh, okay, this is this is whacked. And then and then and then they got a divorce. That's so definitely what wow. the fuck's going on? That's crazy. Uh, it's kind of a funny one though. That that's just like you know something's out to get you know that's it's inevitable. That's right the there. universe working there. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, exactly. Uh, but you know the universe is working very well for us because every week, week in and out, I have so much fun doing with this with, with you guys. Buddy. I really appreciate it, and you know, it's a lot of fun. We listen. We really appreciate the people that really do take the time to listen to us, and you know, start, spread the word, get at us, as I always say. We're we're on Facebook. You know, we post sometimes. You know, we're we on have Twitter. our real names though. Uh, on Facebook, not Facebook. Oh yeah, WADD Talk Radio. We're not under another name. It's exactly. Um, Fifty nine years ago today. The music died. Um, Buddy Holly died to plane crash with his awesome framed glasses. So uh, it's a little homage to him. I said it right, Sean. Homage. So episode 53. Bill, where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me at Bill Neville NAI. I'm at Heener's Wiener. And Sean, you take us out, buddy. At Have You Seen Heen. And let's, uh, let's be, let's be Zao Doodoo Zippity Bop 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 our way out of here. rhythm and blues. I was a lonely teenage Brock and Buck. With a pink carnation and a pickup truck And I knew I was out of luck The day the music died I started singing bye-bye This American pie Drove my Chevy to the levee But the levee was dry Them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye And singing this'll be the day that I die This'll be the day that I die